Good evening and welcome to Sages Among Us on KVMR. My name is Taylor Wolf, one of your hosts for the Sages Among Us. And my guest tonight is Mike Mastronodonto. Mike, I'm sorry if I already butchered your name. It's a a mouthful to say. Uh, But the president of the Penn Valley Area Chamber. So, Mike, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Taylor, um, and thanks for having me. It's Mike. It's it's actually Mastro Donato, just like it's spelled. And um, you didn't do too bad. It took me 12 years to learn it. <laughs> I love it. You're going easy on me. Thank you. Uh, well, yes. we'll start by in- introducing you and your bio for for our listeners tonight. So, Mike was born and raised uh, raised in New York. In 1978, he moved to Las Vegas seeking sunshine and opportunity and had a 20-year career as the director of marketing for Anheuser-Busch Wholesaler. Then in 1998, Mike left to pursue his dream of starting his own business and quickly became one of the largest window-covering retailers in Las Vegas with two stores and 14 employees. After two years, and then transitioning to wholesale distribution throughout the state of Nevada and parts of California, Arizona, and Utah. In 2004, Mike moved the headquarters of his business over to Reno, Nevada, where his data was attending the University of Nevada, seeking a slower pace in semi-retirement. Then later, Mike got into the self-storage business and moved to Fallon. And then finally, in the spring of 2012, Mike and his wife, Pam, moved to the Pin Valley area, with an offer to manage Pin Valley Mini Storage. And then, Mike, you you then joined the board of the Pin Valley Area Chamber of Commerce. Uh, a little over a year later, Mike, you were elected president of the organization and still hold that role today. So it sounds like you just hit that seven-year mark for being president of the, the Pin Valley Area Board. Yes, it, it, it's hard to believe because, like, you know, everybody always tells us the years just fly by. Well, they certainly do just fly by because it seems like it was just yesterday that I even came to Penn Valley and got involved with the chamber. So, yeah, seven years. Hard to believe for me anyway. It it does fly by. So let's go back a few years. You grew up in New York and lived in several different places in the state of Nevada. But what was it like growing up in New York? I would imagine it's uh, much different than Penn Valley or Nevada County. Yeah, you know, it's funny where I was from, western New York, um, in the western part of the state, um, you know, geographically, it actually looked a lot like Penn Valley. You know, there were rolling hills and big oak trees and pine trees. And, um, you know, the the noticeable difference between the two places was, you know, it was Rochester. It was a much larger city, um, you know, almost a million people in the county. But um, winter, which went from... Let's see. <laughs> uh, generally started in November, so from November, usually right through the end of May. So you, um, you know, you're watching baseball and spring training, and in February and March, and we still had winter. So we were in the snow belt on the shores of Lake Ontario, and um, it just gets to be a little bit too much after a while. So that's why I left to seek the sunshine. Awesome, and you came out to Nevada. Um, you've lived a couple different places in Nevada, but you've now landed in Penn Valley for the last handful of years. Do you think this area is somewhere you'll stay? Yeah, I said, um, you know, we, we quickly acclimated to Penn Valley as far. I mean, we just love it here. Um, 
that was our first thought, our first instinct, and then led me to my proclamation that I'm going out of here feet first. Um, so this is where we plan to stay and live out the rest of our lives. It's just a wonderful place, and we're just we're lucky, uh, fortunate, and happy that we found the place. And I loved uh, when you sent me your bio, I didn't read it earlier, but you, you included that your late father used to always say to you as you were growing up, never say never and nothing is forever. And that his advice held true, except you until you um, came and found Pin Valley. So um, that just really resonated with me. Why, why did Pin Valley stick out to you or Nevada County community is such a special place? Well, it's funny because that, that phrase started, you know, when I was, a, you know, just a typical know-it-all kid, you know, and would say things, and teenager, and would say things like, I'm never getting married. I'm never going to leave here. I'm never going to kiss a girl. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's where that <laughs> advice from my dad came. Um, and, you know, and it, and it just, again, rang true because through the course of life, you find yourself saying things like that. You know, very often, you know, I, I, I'll never do that. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll always do this. And, um, you know, moving from place to place, it's something that we never anticipated doing. I mean, I never in a million years thought that I would leave Las Vegas while I was there. And then when it happened, um, you find out that all things happen for a reason. And, you know, but, but like I said, when we got here at, at a different stage in life, mind you, um, that, this was the place and you know maybe you just don't realize that you know before but that's the feeling that kind of overwhelmed us when we got here was that we found the place this is where we belong um there were a lot of people in western nevada county that helped us um along the way with feeling that way because we were so welcomed but um yeah, that's that's what I meant by that. Great. So, you know, you, you had this, as you, you said, you never thought you would leave Las Vegas. You had this very long career in marketing. So um, what made you aspire to start your own business and, and go a totally different direction? Well, um, you know, there's kind of a, you know, I was always, always had the mindset that, uh, you know, uh, a good business person or a, a, um, you know, a person that knows marketing sales and marketing and knows business can basically get in any business and be successful at it. You know, I, I didn't, um, the reason that I chose to do it was because I always had that entrepreneurial spirit that I wanted to do something for myself because as, as good as, things are, whether they be at jobs or whatever, you know, the bottom line ultimately is that you're going in and you're providing your services and, you know, sometimes getting paid very well for it. But that's beside the point. The fact of the matter is you're providing your services for somebody else. And I think that, I don't know if it's a, it's, it's a risk taker or a gambler or, but you just want to see if you can do it for yourself. I think it's to answer a question that's in your own head and um, more for more than anything, I wanted to do it for myself to see if I could. 
Absolutely. And, you know, like all of our local businesses here right now, we're all living and experiencing the COVID-19 pandemic. And absolutely, our chambers have been critical during this time, especially in our area, as a small business support network. And I'm sure the chambers, Penn Valley chambers, our other chambers in our Nevada County uh, community had to really pivot your efforts due to COVID-19. So can you explain a little bit about what the Pin Valley Chamber is currently working on and um, some of the work you've been doing recently in light of the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, first off, you know, it's very difficult. It's a, it's a very hard position to be in because, um, you know, from the start, the, the, you know, our Chamber of Commerce you know, kind of takes on a little bit of a different role than most normal chambers do. You know, even compared to some of our local chambers, the fact that we're down here in an unincorporated area of of Nevada County with basically no, you know, other than, than county resources and county government, you know, there's really no pipeline of information here. And that's changed over the past few years, obviously. But our, for some reason, the Penn Valley Chamber always became um, known as the the you know the information center, the town hall, so to speak. Information flowed into and out of the chamber in an effort to not just you know our, you know our 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 goal is to prom- promote and protect business and commerce in our area, obviously, but we also took on this extended role of reaching out into our community and doing, you know, hopefully doing good for not just businesses, but for the entire community as a whole. So with that in mind and the COVID situation, um, you know, we were in a tough, tough spot. And, and personally and our organization, you know, we've been criticized somewhat because we, we like to share information on COVID. And sometimes that information doesn't necessarily um, project a pro-business, um, you know, kind of thought process. But we wanted people to be aware of the fact of what was going on out there at the same time, hoping that we could safely promote and get our businesses to either stay open, become open, and, and rally around the cry that we're all in this together, let's help each other out. Um, as customers, as business owners, as a community. Um, so it's been a challenge and it's hard, but we've come up with some programs and um, we're currently, we, we like to go out with, with what we call hashtag PV cares. And what we do is we get a bunch of our directors and volunteers together about twice a month. And we, we go out and throw our masks on and we visit our local merchants and we'll pick about five or seven each time. We'll go into, you know, four merchants and we'll purchase the chamber. We'll actually purchase $50 gift cards or a couple of pizzas from a restaurant or um, maybe some food items from a restaurant and gift cards or what have you. And then we will take those purchases to other businesses in town and just donate them and give them to the other businesses. And it's been very well received and it's just our kind of small effort to let our businesses know that we know they're there, we know they're hurting, 
Um, and we know that we're all in this together and we have to keep going. So that's one thing that we're pretty proud of. And we're, we're going to continue doing that um, for as long as we possibly can. I hope that answered that's some it. of your yeah, no, it absolutely did. Did and and more some. I was I was going to say, you know, it's pretty cool to hear of some of those, um, I'll say, grassroots efforts. I know our our interim public health officer here today, Nevada County, is right at the cusp of being able to move into that orange tier. If our data stays with some good numbers over the next week or so, and our public health mm-hmm. officer was talking about um, exactly what you're touching on, Mike, just about masking and caring for the community and really if we can come together and do that but ultimately we're we're supporting businesses under the state's new tier system um so it sounds like that is really you know some of the efforts that you're most proud of uh by being someone who lives and contributes to the pin valley community but i know you're much more involved than simply just the chamber i believe uh you might have participated and uh, the Pin Valley MAC Municipal Area Council and probably many other areas that I am unaware of. So what are some other accomplishments and proud moments for, for you and the Pin Valley community? Well, one of the, you know, you mentioned the, the Pin Valley MAC, which is the first and, and, you know, so far the only municipal advisory council in the county. Um, many counties, we learned about these MACs, so to speak, um, many counties throughout um, California have been using them for years and years and years. There's some supervisory districts in Placer County, as an example, that have eight or 10 MACs um, from different area. And we were very fortunate that, um, you know, retired supervisor Hank Weston from District 4 here in Penn Valley was helped us out and was very instrumental in getting the, the MAC up and running and it was actually born from the fact that we had um, during the last housing element process where the rezoning process for high density housing was 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 being proposed throughout the county. There were a group of citizens that I was involved with in, in Penn Valley that um, took a deeper look into it and, you know, had a lot of questions and needed, needed a lot of answers. And and, you know, wanted to give our input. So I think consequently our Mac was born from that. And I'm really, really proud that I was, you know, selected as one of the nine members of the Mac um, that not just serve on the Mac, but we actually, the initial group actually kicked off the Mac and started the very first one with the help of not just county staff, but, you know, the, the Board of Supervisors who, who voted for the process and everyone that helped us along the way. So I'm really proud of that. Um, and through the course of this two-and-a-half-year learning curve with the MAC, we've, we've done some good work, and we're pretty proud of that. Um, I'm also involved with the Penn Valley. I sit on the board of the Penn Valley Community Foundation, where, as you know, for a long, long time, we've been trying to build a community center um, in Penn Valley. So it's, you know, and it's gone through different iterations and I think we're back to a good place right now where we are finally gonna get this project done. We're gonna have a building that suits the needs of our community, nothing more, nothing less. And um, it'll be a happy day in my life 
if I see that happen, and I think I will. So I'm pretty confident um, and happy about, you know, where where we've come with that. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of my involvement in the community, um, you know, and like everything else, I say this about our Chamber of Commerce, I say this about everything we do, because it's probably a personal um, thing with me, is we need to do good work, but we got to have fun doing it, and we can't take ourselves too seriously. So that's where I'm at, and uh, so far it's worked. I love it. Those are some great accomplishments and great areas that uh, you've been involved in in just seven years in the Penn Valley community. So before we head into a quick break, one last question for you. I'm sure anyone who's listening in, they might be inspired by your involvement and support for the Penn Valley community. So what are what are your recommendations of how people can support or get involved with the organizations that you just talked about in Penn Valley or really just in their community in general? I think it starts with participating. Um, you know, if you, if you get out and see what's happening, you know, go to a chamber mixer when we're able to have them again, obviously. Um, you know, they're advertised. They're all over social media. I mean, they're open to, the, to anybody that wants to come. Um, so whether it be a fundraiser, a, a, a chamber mixer, an event in town like the Penn Valley Rodeo, that's where you meet the, the grassroots people that are on their hands and knees getting their hands dirty. And, you know, they're all, we're, you know, they're all great people that will answer any kinds of questions for you, for one. And if you see what you like, I mean, if you like what you see, it, you know, everybody has the opportunity to just say, look, how, how could I get involved in this? What could I do to help? Is there something I could do? Because I think that there's a place um, for everybody. And, you know, in today's world, um, even if it's somebody that can't get out, there's always tasks and work and things that could be done even from home. So with computers and the Internet and, and, and phones and faxes, um, anybody can do anything because we're constantly in search of help. Um, and actually, it's funny because I use the, you know, you know, it's on rare occasions you get criticized for things or people don't necessarily agree with you. And that's always my opening to invite people to join our board of directors or to join one of the organizations to say, yeah, because you know what? Your voice needs to be heard. So, um, yeah, I I think that there's plenty of opportunities out there in this community. And and I would love to see more people involved and and nothing would nothing would make me happier than seeing more young people involved. You're listening to The Sages Among Us on KVMR. I'm Taylor Wolf, and tonight I'm talking with Mike Mastrodonato, president of the Penn Valley Area Chamber. So from your your recent extensive engagement in our community civic life, um, I'd be curious to know what, what have you learned about civic engagement in general, what works and what doesn't work, especially you were just talking about inviting people in and their opinions to be heard, um, which is really a great approach, I think, for making that holistic community feel you were also talking about earlier. Yeah, I, I think that you have, you know, um, you know, obviously in the, the, in, in, in the society we live in today and there's so much divisiveness and everybody has different opinions on everything, but I think that you have to have a big tent. And 
the bigger the tent, the better. And the more people, the more opinions, the more voices, um, and the more people with a hand on the steering wheel to help steer the ship, I think can only be a good thing for us all. Um, you know, it goes back to the advice from my dad. You know, I mean, nothing's forever, and things change. Um, and and that's the thing that that I've always been. I don't, you know, I don't like change any more than the next guy. And but the fact of the matter is, once you convince yourself and 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 you know that it's inevitable, um, if things are going to be a, you know, are going to change. Um, and in this particular instance, we're talking about a community. So if things in our community are going to change, um, I say to folks out there, wouldn't you rather be um, one of the people responsible for, you know, for directing that change as opposed to having to complain about it later? Um, now's the opportunity because the opportunity is in front of us. The change is going to happen. It's not happening now. It's not, it's what's going to happen. And if you don't get out in front of it, then you have no control over it. So we need to control the vehicle of change. And I think it's really important for all of us and, and compromising and coming to a place where it's a win, win, win for everybody. So to me, that's what it's all about. And, you know, you've gotten really, really involved in the Pin Valley community um, since you've, you've moved here. So what, you know, what everything that you're talking about, it's not only a lot of time and energy, but it's hard decisions um, during this era of the COVID-19 as well. So what do you personally get back from your time and investment and all your energy and what makes uh, civic engagement personally worthwhile for you? Well, for me, it's like, you know, you, you, you always, um, you know, through life, you're, you know, when, you know, when you're younger and growing up, I mean, you just take things for granted. You, you really don't have an idea as to why things are there. So as you learn and you get older and you, and you figure out things in life, um, you, you look at things and say, they are not here by accident or just happened. So in a community, when you have a wonderful park like we do, Western Gateway Park, we have a wonderful fire district with great people involved in the organization, whether it be from the board to the, the, the firefighters on the trucks. We have all these things that are happening in our community and, and business owners and and, and infrastructure and all the things that go along with it. And you find out that these things are all there for me. They're there for me to use. They're there for me to enjoy, to take advantage of. So um, after a while, you just get to the point where you want to pay some of that forward and, and even backwards, you want to pay some of it back. So you want to be engaged um, and useful. I think that um, of all the things that, that give me satisfaction, it's being useful. So if I accomplish something, um, you know, it makes me feel good. And, and, and my involvement in the community is what does it for me. And um, it's kind of my way of paying it back. And is there a certain moment that you can look at or pinpoint in your life, whether it happened when you moved to Penn Valley and started getting involved 
in the community or maybe even in your childhood. I know you've referenced your father a couple of times that um, truly was the reason you're so deeply involved in the betterment of our community. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I you know, it, it's, you know, as you mentioned, we, you know, we've gone over the fact that I've lived in four or five different states and communities and each time you, you, you transition from one to another, it's like everything else. I mean, um, when a stranger walks into your yard, you're a little apprehensive and leery at first. So every place we've been, um, you know, we've been treated well, but not to the point of, of having this ultimate feeling of this is the place. So we went from, you know, New York to Las Vegas. And so, you know, what were we? We were New Yorkers who moved to Las Vegas. Um, you know, and I'm just kind of, you know, just briefly touching on it. I mean, we met wonderful people along the way. We moved from Las Vegas to Reno. And and what were we? We were Las Vegans that moved to Reno. And, you know, Reno and Las Vegas are like night and day. Um, when we went from Reno to Fallon, Nevada, what were we? We were, we were Renoites who moved to Fallon, which was, a, you know, a relatively small town. So we were basically city come to town. Um, people put up fences, not necessarily intentionally, but it's not hard to feel. <clears throat> when we came to Penn Valley, um, we were treated like we were born and raised here from day one. It was something that I had never experienced up until that point in my life and for Pam as well. Um, so that being said, you know, the very first place we walked into was the bar at Kane's restaurant. The late John Kane was sitting at the end of the bar. He came over, bought us a beer and acted like he had known us and we were going to his restaurant for years and years and years. And that treatment never changed anywhere we went. Um, I'll remember it always, and I wanted to be a part of that. And I think that's what drove me to get so involved. That's beautiful, really. I love hearing personal stories about our community like that because it is truly something that makes it a very special place to live, work, and get engaged um, with our community. So. So we're looking at about two minutes left. So with our remaining time, uh, do you have any final thoughts to share about leadership, civic engagement, or our community in general, and um, any call to actions for the community, how to get involved, or, or even maybe how to navigate as a community through the times that we're going through right now? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, one of the things, for, for me anyway, is um, – any at any time you you need answers there's people in this community who will who will answer they'll pick up the phone they'll send you an email they'll they will respond to you so rather than um take an opinion that you're not really sure of find out for sure the information is out there the the staff at the county building all the chambers of commerces the visitor center the people that answer phones at any organization We'll be more than happy to answer your questions. So if you have them, let us hear them, because that's the only way we can help each other out here. It's tough times, and we're all in it together. That's what I say. All right, Mike, thank you so much for being our guest tonight. For our listeners, you've been listening to The Stages Among Us on KVMR. 
Discover how you can make a difference by tuning in to The Sages Among Us Wednesday evenings at 6.30. Thank you, Taylor. 